Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast review edition. I am one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are a couple, are a couple of my best, bestest, best friends. I'll start with the guy with the pink headset, Chubax. Hello, this is Chubax or Zaddy. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Uh, up next is another one of our bestest best friends, the handsome dude RJ, aka Raymond. Hello, everyone. Good to be here. Get ready for a good show tonight. Uh, we are blessed uh, yet again by our fourth shared this week, the man from the West Coast, recording with us at an ungodly hour in the morning on a weekend is Arnie. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, the Plus 63 HP stable of podcasts includes this, a review show, a D&D show, and a React show coming Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, uh, noon Philippine time and midnight uh, uh, Eastern Standard Time, uh, respectively. Before we get started with this week's episode, we have a couple of very cool announcements. As a thank you for uh, reaching or helping us reach our first milestone, which is 100 subs on our YouTube channel, where you can now uh, launch from your browser and subscribe to youtube.com, youtube.com slash plus 63HP. We are going to have a couple of, you know, humble uh, raffle prizes uh, for you guys. So uh, we will put this on all of our social uh, socials and we'll remind you in all of our shows, but next week we will announce two winners of $25 or local equivalent uh, to your local currency uh, as a thank you for subscribing with us. So we will get, we will pick one old subscriber, meaning if you subscribe under uh, our 100 subs, uh, or if you're the first 100 subscriptions, you'll get you'll have a chance to win one $25 um, uh, digital transfer, uh, and uh, we'll pick one new subscriber. So if you're a subscriber after 100, you'll get a chance to win another $25 or local equivalent. Uh, but since this is our very very first milestone, we have one more special gift. For our 100 subscriber, you will get RJ. What, what will our 100 <laughs> subscriber get, get? You don't <laughs> get, get RJ. Me. Well, oh, it depends. So. <laughs> <laughs> you get $63. Since we are plus 63, you get plus $63 or its local equivalent um, in, in your area. So again, thank you very much for uh, supporting our channel. This is just the start. We will have prizes like this every milestone. So every 100 subscribers will give um, will give more uh, the cash prices, will give more gifts. So thank you very much. Share it to your friends, share it to your family, grab your sister, your brother's laptop and phone, have them subscribe to our channel as well. It helps us with the algorithms. And we will be uh, reminding you about this raffle and our draw next week in our next show. So stay tuned for that. Uh, this week, or sorry, join us next week because next week will be a very, very uh, fun and uh, momentous occasion in terms of our review shows because we have two of our currently running shows 
uh, having their final episode or their final their season finale. So we're very very excited to do that. So Peacemakers only what? seven. Yeah, both of them are ending next week. No, uh, seven and eight. Oh shit! Sorry. No, okay, so it's just Boba week. Fett. Just the week Boba after Boba yeah. Fett. Okay, see, this as is far as we know. More notes, yeah? As far uh, as we know, because yeah. it sounds like it's not going to be, unless it's a two-hour episode. I don't know. Exactly. There's a lot oh, more. Uh, there's a lot more meat on the bone. Be so, within. Yeah. yeah. Next but, week yeah, we'll be just sure. cliffhangers we'll be just, for sure. Yeah. We'll be discussing the uh, the uh, episode seven of uh, Book of Boba Fett. And episode seven of Peacemaker, we will continue to uh, discuss uh, the amazing animated show, The Legend of Vox Machina. But that is next week. Woo! Watch those with us, discuss it with us in the comments or in any of our socials. This week, though, we will be continuing with episode six of The Book of Boba Fett, episode six of The Peacemaker, and episodes four to six of The Legend of Vox Machina. Housekeeping done. I'm very, very excited to jump in. I'm also very, very excited to pass the mic to Arnie to discuss a little bit of the plot of the Book of Boba Fett. So, Arnie, take All it away. Right. So, this episode is jam-packed of everything Star Wars fans have been asking for. Well, not a lot, but uh, everything. So, the cold open of the episode started with a uh, couple of Pike Syndicate members doing their spice runs. And a cowboy showed up, Mr. Cobb Vant from um, Van. uh, Mandalorian Cobb Season Van. 2, Season uh, Episode 1, where played by Timothy Oliphant. So, it just basically told them, hey, you know, here's our territory, get out. Uh, close close down your business here and there was a awesome shootout so Cobb shot first and then he just dumped the spice that uh the pike syndicate was running which is does the spice look like uh the ones from Dude well? it, it's exactly the same <laughs> as Dude. so we, we'll talk about that later and then the credits and then after the credits happened we go back to Mando uh, continuing from last episode, where we see R2 tweet him and just made Mando wait, just like in a PTA. They made uh, the, the parents wait outside the school. <laughs> and then uh, and then we got an amazing, I would say, 20-minute montage of Mr. Luke Skywalker and this dude over here, Ooh. Mr. Grogu. Our, oh, hello, Grogu. Our resident new Jedi. Uh, basically, well, we don't know yet. Oh, we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but basically, if you saw Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, it's Luke's turn to train. Uh, basically, uh, Master Yoda. So Luke is just coding Yoda. He did his training run, his parkour with uh, Grogu in his parkour. backpack. <laughs> and and um, a lot of uh, remembering. They even did the the train the, the training droid as well from episode four, mm. uh, New Hope. And then while they're doing that, Mando was just chilling. And then Ahsoka Tano showed up. So basically Ahsoka uh, explained to Mando why he can't see Grogu or he shouldn't see Grogu. And Correct. Mando being Mando, he did the right thing. And you know 
he he knew it was best for Grogu not to be seen by for them not to see each other, but he was able to pass on the uh, the gift from the armorer. Ooh, finally yeah what that gift is. And, we, and we get to see that towards the end of the episode which you know mm-hmm. let's just compress all the training montages together uh we also get uh what i call a cut scene from a video game when <laughs> uh, when luke tried to uh make gorgu remember uh, what happened to him so we did see another point of view of order 66 mm-hmm. uh, there's three unknown jedi apparently guarding grogu and we still don't know how he got out of the Jedi Temple. Mm-hmm. So maybe yep. it will be discussed somewhere in the future. And then... Possibly. And then when... Uh, Imagine Grogu if they pa- show Anakin taking him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's either Anakin or... Some theories are saying it's R2 who got out there. But we'll see. Uh, and then uh, when Grogu was tired of training, we do get to see... Luke Skywalker and Ahsoka Tano in the same seat. Mm-hmm. The, the, the friend, the old Woo! friend of the family, talking to Master Luke, and so they talked much about like your father. Exactly, exactly. So people lost their minds in that. And then at the end of the episode, just to cover all the Luke Grogu montage, uh, basically Luke showed Grogu the the mithril chainmail or Beskar chainmail. <laughs> It's uh, Lord of the Rings. Dope. It looks kind of like little, uh, kind of a little on the nose, but yeah. know, I'm glad that we saw the actual gift. Yeah, it, it looked like a, it. It looked like a Bilbo giving the Mithril shirt to Frodo, but yes. before he made before he got the the mail, a chainmail shirt, he also showed Master Yoda's old lightsaber. Oh, Sophie's choice. So oh. he, he made Grogu choose, and the episode ended with. Grogu just like, what do I do? Or why not both, right? Or something like that. Oh, you forgot about Boba. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. So so that's the ending of the uh, Luke and Grogu. So now in the main storyline, if you call it the main storyline with Boba Fett. So Oh, yeah, there's there's actually Boba Fett. Okay, I Yeah, Mando (laughs) finally went to Boba's palace. Oh, is it? Yeah, and (laughs) we did get to see Boba this time. And There's a cameo, cameo of Boba Fett. A, a cameo of, Black, of uh, Boba and Black K and the mods and Fennec Shand doing the Ooh. the brains and the tactical uh, report. And they needed foot soldiers because they only have, well, if you count Fennec Shand, they have three enforcers, but they mm-hmm. needed foot soldiers and the mods are not going to be the, the foot soldiers. I'm sorry. They're not gonna be <laughs> so Boba. I mean, uh, then then Jaren said, Oh, he could help with that. So he went and drove up to uh, his old friend, uh, old pal Cobb Vant, uh, to mm-hmm. Moss Pelgos or Freetown, as they call it now. New name, new name, rebranding. <laughs> uh, so basically. Of course, Cobb is a little bit apprehensive because it's, you know, this town has seen too much. They don't want to fight. But man, there was like, at least try, man. Just do me a solid, man. And then, and then he left. And then from the desert comes a stranger. So for people who didn't know or you haven't seen uh, Clone Wars, Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Cad and Bane. 
we got the most Western scene in Star Wars ever. So Cobb Vent. Freaking and, shootout. Yeah, it was a shootout with Cobb Vent and Cad Bane. Uh, well, the deputy being the red shirt of the day. Yeah, the, the so, stupid deputy. Stupid um, deputy. So mm-hmm. basically, he distracted Cobb Vent. So Cod, uh, Cad Bane got the best of him. So... But the deputy was killed off, which I think is justified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for your Timothy Oliphant fans there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically, the, the theory now is because uh, Cad Bane shot up uh, the, uh, the marshal, the Weequay and uh, Freetown people will rally and help out Boba Fett, hopefully. But then mm-hmm. again, hopefully. it's a threat. Don't call Vance alive. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. He he's not. He's not dead. He, the, the, as you can see, they just ignored the deputy. He's like, oh, he's dead, dead. Don't care about him. Let's let's uh, let's help out the uh, the, the marshal. <laughs> and then uh, on I the, like that. And then on top of that, as uh, our the sanctuary, the the new cantina that we had was uh, hmm. you know, some Pike syndicates, basically classic gang war intro. It's that like that's the first shot, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So they blew up the the uh, the cantina, and you have to point out the blue elephant-like uh, creature. Max Rebo was not there; he survived another explosion. Something tells me he's very sus. He probably knew something, but uh, yeah, uh, people still hoping that Madame Garza is still alive, but I, I doubt it. Man, I doubt Arse it. flip. All right, so so that's basically a quick rundown of the episode. A lot of things happened, and, cool. and a cameo for Boba Fett, basically. Thanks, Arnie. Arnie. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, cool Arnie. rundown. Let's start with uh, Truebox. What do you think about the episode and favorite storylines? And uh, uh, predictions for next week. Mm. It is the last. Uh, uh, it is the, going to be. This is the penultimate episode. Last episode is going to be coming out next week. There's still a lot of meat on this story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, let's start the discussion with you. Oh, I loved it again like last week. Um, this is just showing that they're throwing away the book of Boba Fett because this is this is the long game. We're in the end game. Mm-hmm. This is the yep. overall arc that's more important. And, and I'm fine with that. That's good because, you we're know, in instead, of, instead of what we're used to, uh, like uh, regular seasons of 20, 22 episodes a year, when we were growing up this one is like the yeah. new one where we get six episodes and then maybe another eight episodes of another series but in the same story arc in the same year mm-hmm. there's so, some some episodes that are uh yeah, yeah. Inter- stitched with each other yep. yeah so it's just it's just gonna be like life like you know some sometimes mando will be with boba sometimes he's on his own so it's it's gonna be good um i love the the intro was amazing with Cobb Vanth back mm. i mean who doesn't love timothy and then, yeah, I think the the spice being looking like Dune was very, very uh, intentional. Cause yep. I mean, Dune was also one of the inspirations for Star Wars. Yeah. Well, yeah. intentional or like every single idea that uh, George Lucas had is basically stolen from somebody else. So they yeah, just Dune, figure out, you know uh, what? Nobody Akira, cares. Akira <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, he, he, yep. he put his magic on it, but and then. This was my problem. Oh, well, not my problem. This was my question last season when Luke got Grogu's like, we're not going to see him again. Because they're not going to show us Luke again. <laughs> yeah. They're not going 
gonna fucking mm. they don't have the balls to show <laughs> Luke fucking Skywalker again I am wrong oh I you have so little faith that I is mean, true I go, had oh, don't right? underestimate Dave Filoni they go here they show, they, after the credits I'm like oh before that uh, I still have pros and cons for for uh, sure. for the Naboo Starfighter but come on, look oh, okay. at that. this angle alone. Mm-hmm. Lots of shots of these are just like, damn, worth it. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. The pilot shot. So anyway, the, pilot, so, the, 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 the face cam. <laughs> yeah. So once they arrived to that planet, I was like, that's R2. So they're not going to show Luke. And then they do in one of the oh. best glow-ups compared to the last season. I mean, I wasn't, the one, I wasn't one of the guys that was complaining about Mando season two. But this was a lot better, my God. A lot better. A lot so better. They, I mean, I every so. year. Good. I think they hired the YouTuber who improved yeah, they, upon they the thing. So. so it's uh, so good. And then everything with Grogu. I, just, I, I need him to start speaking, though. And then... I, I'm, ex- I'm, uh, I'm curious how what the character of Grogu will sound like when she starts. Yeah, I think, maybe, I think it's like uh, it's trauma, maybe. <laughs> That's why, you know, it happens when they have trauma, you know, the younglings. They, they, they lose the ability to speak for because of the trauma. But I just mm-hmm. love the, all the little touches the, when he was walking and he was using the force yep. to... Keep growing. Yeah, oh, that was dude, dope. Dude, that drag was him dope. forward. That was dope. <laughs> that was dope. Uh, everything with the the training droid, um, Ahsoka. My, I mean, and Mando with uh, always the, the 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 stupid questions, but somehow endearing. Like, is that a bench? <laughs> 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 of course. How long am I gonna wait? And then he slept. Hello, anyone alive? <laughs> <laughs> we get Ahsoka. Oh my god! Like. Ahsoka, I, I was reading Twitter and like some everything was uh like ninety nine percent positive and then of course there's one comment about like it's just nostalgia and stuff but this one was it's done right because the nostalgia here it's not just the bad way is doing it fan service you know just like Easter eggs mm-hmm. or you just show no, something they, they, these are all seeds great planting they're all using point. them for some reason and then great. oh yeah. So yep. we get, and it's also a commercial for the Ahsoka show coming up. So we get, yeah. Ooh. So we, we get the. I armor. wonder if she's helping out. Oh no, no, he, she's looking for. I think I think she's looking looking for Ezra. Ezra, and uh, Ezra Thrawn. and uh, Admiral Thrawn. So, yeah. uh, we get the the chain mail, which I was. We were most most of us were expecting it was chain mail, though I I mm-hmm. w- hoped it was like a helmet, but. Mm-hmm. The chainmail, and then uh, I think from my prediction for for the Grogu arc is this episode showed that he is a main character. Mm-hmm. So what's gonna yes. happen? Is yes. he, so he he can't go away. So either he's gonna choose the shirt, or mm-hmm. he's gonna choose the Jedi the lightsaber, and then Luke's gonna allow him to do both. Mm-hmm. He, he can't that, I, that's what I hope for, but right? I think yeah. uh, that's I think that's season five. Yeah. Which one? Of, of Mandalorian. Which, which, yeah. what, 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 uh, so I think he, I think he'll, he'll start with um, he, my personal, my personal pick. He will start with the lightsaber, but Luke will immediately kind of understand that. Oh, because remember in in the Force Awakens, 
Last it's Jedi. all about the it's all about the gray, right? It's all about uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, not Force Awakens. Last no, no, Jedi. the Force Awakens, the oh. the new one, Episode Seven. Mm-hmm. Six, well, yeah, for, yes, Episode Seven with with Ray. The books always said that it needs it, to be it, more holistic. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it needs to be more than yeah, just black and white. So he'll understand like, oh, even if you chose the lightsaber, you are still um. Uh, thinking about foundling, uh, yeah. yeah, you're yeah, still always going to be a Mandalorian. So here's the here's the armor too, and then go about your way. That's what I think. Yeah, I hope that's the case, but I think it's just gonna be straight up. He's go- he's not gonna be a Jedi. He's just gonna be with with um, with, with Mando. Because mm-hmm. yeah, as I said, if he's a main uh, main character, they're not just gonna stick him for training montages for the next three years. Well, man, I think doing I, shit. my hope my hope is. For the next Mandalorian season, he won't come into like episode four or five as a surprise guest, like no, as a like towards the end of the episode. Like I'm done with my, or I'm I I know enough to be dangerous now. I'm helping. I'm gonna come back to you. But again, yeah, I'm so, just dreaming. Yeah. I know that's probably our dream too. But when yeah. I was young, the, the thought of him not becoming a Jedi would have been devastating. But now knowing more about like mm-hmm. especially Yoda dropping the ball and shit. I don't mind mm-hmm. it, you know. Yeah. And they didn't make that starfighter like that for the, it to be empty. The, the yeah. back seat to be yeah, with, yeah, the yeah. back seat. Yeah. So yeah. He's he's Grogu gonna be, be the gunner. He's, he's gonna the be there gunner. one way or, or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And okay. then yeah. we get to the and when he gets back to uh, Tatooine, there's just something about Dinjarin man. The, the shot where Fennec doing the speech and then she goes. This is Dinjar, the Adamant Lauren Dinjar, and then he's like with a with a hip hip out, uh, like a po- gunslinger pose, like, <laughs> like I'm the so. shit, like, like I'm shit, I'm the shit. <laughs> my my armor is way shinier. <laughs> yeah, fuck. So so that's cool. And then we go to Cobb Vanth, and then Cad Bane. Cobb And I think this one was so so mm. well intelligently and intentionally done with the deputy. This mm-hmm. setup makes yep. it. Because they needed to show how Cad Bane was a badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the only one person he could do that was Cobb Vanth. But they didn't want to kill Cobb Vanth. If it's a straight mm-hmm. one-on-one and Cad Cobb's Bane dead. doesn't <laughs> kill Cobb, then he's not that mm-hmm. bad, badass. But this way, with, when you introduce the, the deputy, he, sh- he beats Cobb Vanth, doesn't do the kill shot because he has to, he has to deal the blow to the other deputy. So this way, and he started with the other deputy too. He shot no, no, the other deputy. He no, no, no. He started with Cabban. Oh, and then went, he went shot him in the his shoulder, and then mm-hmm. lit so, up the uh, deputy. So this way, we get everything. We get Cabban alive, and then we get Cadbane being still a badass. And come on, man, that fucking walk from the distance. That's yeah. like, uh, I just needed that sound. Like, oh fuck, so it's so good. This, <laughs> I mean, and then he turns around and becomes Clint Eastwood instead. And the voice, <laughs> the, the, the Caban voice, the eyes, the expression, like mm. the face was really moving with facial expressions and stuff. Yeah. Mm. I mean, with uh, I'm just so happy with like MCU and Star Wars. Like, I don't remember this back-to-back shows where me and the kids are screaming, you know, multiple mm-hmm. times in an episode. Like yep. R two, and then Luke, and then Ahsoka, and then Cobbath uh, again, and then Cad Bane. Like ugh, so sweet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's I, I I love it. 
RJ, uh, thoughts, favorite scenes and storylines and your predictions about the uh, next week? Well, Arnie and Chubax basically said all the main points. I do love these subtle touches and how they introduced um, new characters into this Book of Boba Fett uh, season one without it trying so hard. I like that it just naturally happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still super impressed with how they really got Luke Skywalker. I was messaging Chewbacca. 100%. What the 100%. heck did they do? What did they do? <laughs> what did so they do? Others. And uh, can I get it too? I want yeah, to be the There's so many angles. There's, you know, there's straight yeah. shot. There's from yeah. from below and from beside, the bottom. Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. moving. So they really thought about it. It's like, I wonder how much they spent on that. They should just get and the and stand hey. to make it cheaper. <laughs> True, but uh, then uh, we also saw that um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, corridor crew episode that the more footage that they have of a particular person in deep fake, mm. the better it goes because it's a kind of like an algorithm, right? So yeah. the more Mark Hamill, the more the more they deep fake him, the better it gets. So I'm True. I'm even more but excited for the future. In the credits, they. Stated the stand-in of Mark Hamill, which is uh, what's his name, Graham Hamilton. So probably someone who kind of looks like a young. Oh yeah, Luke Skywalker. He's the, he's the then... pilot from the episode. episode. Yeah. Last episode. Yeah. Oh okay. The, the okay. rookie, like the rookie awesome. pilot. Hmm. Yeah. So he's the stand-in. So probably just a little deep fake here and there. But Did they use awesome. Mark again was... for the voice? I didn't check. Yeah, yeah. Same. yeah. I think yeah. I think they just uh, like filtered some of his voice to make it uh, younger because he's younger. He sounds like the Joker <laughs> at this, at this <laughs> like, age <you> know, now. <laughs> yeah, tighten, like, tighten his balls. I was <laughs> look, watching some of the kind of funny and like, uh, was it Anthony Carboni said? You know, uh, let's get this out of the way. Like the the deep fake in the voice, it's not perfect. But then no, again, no. Mark Hamill's not twenty year old guy. <laughs> Yeah, you can't. You can't do so much for that. I know. Hmm. So like, let's temper expectations, guys. Yeah, unless you want Luke to be purely an animation, you just have to accept that he's or or just shoot him from the back and parts of the body. Yeah, no, this is the best that we could do. Or just yeah, Yeah, uh, and and it's done well. I'm not complaining about it. If if anyone else would complain about it, you know what? Go make your own film. <laughs> Go make your own scene. Yeah. Right. Um, one thing that I wanted to add. Um, so when uh when the sheriff was shot, right? I like how authentic the team is. They use the same language or the same terms stem for, for healing. Yeah. Yeah. Pack, Get a stem yeah. pack. Get a med pack. Get nice. some stems. So these are terms that you would hear. Uh, throughout the entire uh, Star Kotor, Wars universe. So, uh, and even on their, even in their games, yeah, mm-hmm. in Kotor, right? Your healing is the med pack and the stems. So I'm I'm happy that they kept that. I was like, I oh, just awesome. I just wonder how where, where Cad Bane parked his 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 uh. Like, Xanadu blood. Well, they did say that you should oh, be parking he, far in the flatlands. <laughs> yeah, far. Yeah. So he probably he parked in the right. But place. I wonder how long that walk was just to make to to do the badass uh, entrance. <laughs> I, I, I think that's the reason why they let people park that far away so everybody can have an opportunity for like a WWE entrance. Yeah. <laughs> entrance music. Maybe yeah. that's why he, he shot the deputy dead because he got one shot to the sheriff and like three or four shots to the deputy. Yeah. 
Fuck you for making me park, park so far. Away. Like, this is <laughs> parking validation. Validate my parking. Yeah. And I think, uh, uh, oh, man. Fort was the one that told me uh, in the legacy books, it was Cad Bane mm-hmm. who did the dent on Boba yeah. Fett's uh, helmet. Oh, okay. So that's one of the oh, theories that they'll probably do we a don't flashback. Because they made the, the old series, or old books. Uh, non-canon. non-canon so we don't know if yeah. that's still the case here if that's yeah. gonna keep up okay yeah all right um John. oh are you done? prediction yeah prediction oh yeah prediction prediction, prediction. Yeah. um my prediction is that grogu is still gonna stay as a jedi oh really he's gonna be because that's that's his most powerful self but that backseat does sound tempting so you know He's going to be somewhat related, but I don't know if he's going to get the full Jedi training, but he's probably going to be a Jedi because it's hard for him to be a Mandalorian. But for me, as he's a main main character, I think the most training montages you can do is one season. You can't can't push it too much. People are going to get tired of seeing him with Luke doing nothing. Training. But yeah. his his age also the way his race ages, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not it's not normal. It takes him a long time. At, at his mm-hmm. point, he's already fifty. So mm-hmm. I I don't know I don't know. So he's gonna be that tiny. How is he gonna help out? I don't think he Mando? even can can hold that Yoda well, lightsaber. Yeah, I well he can jump now, so he can. <laughs> he could jump. That's he true. Could force heal. He could force choke or crush. But dude, he I don't know. If... Yeah, so that's what I hope. He gets that. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe I, join in Mando. I, don't know I just want any... him to join in, but be more useful rather than being protected yeah, yeah. all the time. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm thinking that's maybe a year of training. So he's yeah. enough yeah. to be enough to be a mercenary so that he can go with Mando, but not finish the Jedi. Because Luke yeah. said it's gonna take years. By the time he's yeah. finished, it's gonna yeah. be like, he, a long he time. is going to be unless he's like a genius. Well, I think well, it, I mean then. every every uh, let's say every main character that we have in Star Wars has a droid. Mm-hmm. Mando doesn't like a droid. Yeah. Right. So maybe he is a stand-in kind of like sidekick as a you know he's essentially a a, a real life R two D two, but or can force choke people. Maybe he learns enough force to eat all the frogs. Mm-hmm. And cause some chaos to the ecosystem. And Luke says, "Go away, go to Mando. You're destroying this planet. So, this is dude, all I, I have left." I don't know if any of you uh, read Lone Wolf and Cub. That scene where yeah, he makes okay. him choose. Oh, he got yeah. goosebumps. I, I remember the Lone Wolf and Cub scene where the, there's the toy and the sword. And if you, you I read you a lot choose, of it from you actually. If you choose the <laughs> if you choose the ball, I'll kill you right now. <laughs> if you choose the sword, yeah. you'll go with me. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really much of a choice. <laughs> Some people he was a baby. Wife. Choose the ball and die. He didn't know. We discussed a lot about all the things that we liked about this episode. The few things that I will be adding before we kind of like go to Arnie and wrap it up is um, I, still, I still highly, highly um, kind of remember or I think that the, the lines about um, Jedi's being by themselves and Mandalorians being togetherness is not a throwaway line. Mm-hmm. And then now it's kind of like highlighted that you have to choose 
the armor or the spear, right? Which is kind of um, like right now, like Luke and everybody else is trying to show the binary of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you set that up too much, it means that naturally it's going to be a combination of both. Like that's yeah. the, kind of like the resolution. So um, when that's going to happen, I'd rather have it as kind of like the tail end of the next Mandalorian yeah. season rather than the next episode. Yeah. So maximum season one training, but yeah, maybe. So yeah, I think that I think that's gonna be the case. It's he's going to like train a little bit more with Luke, and then mm-hmm. maybe if the next Mandalorian season is seven episodes again, um, he'll come at episode four or five, right? Um, like Luke will do another um, cameo in that uh, scenes like hey, you know, I think um, it's Sebastian's we are both <laughs> like we are both going to be. Uh, the the role models for Grogu, like you as defense and togetherness, and me as protector and spear. Yeah, and you should right? listen to Obi Wan. Only Sith deals in absolute. Yep. Yeah. So I think right. that's that's my main prediction. And the only thing, the other thing that I wanted to add is, yeah, uh, we are so, so surprised. Like I have. Z- it's very, very hard for us to get surprised by shows or anymore with, with the number of shows that we've seen, whether it's horror, thriller, high school drama, zombies. There's always going to be like, it's hard. We, we're impressed by the story, but we're rarely surprised. And I mm-hmm. think we've, we're continuously surprised by Disney Plus series like this because we have been trained for decades that, you know, we know like Luke will not pop in. It's a one-time... It, if they pop up, if they pop in the series, it's a one-time thing, mm-hmm. right? If well, um, Ahsoka, like you said, we've been trained not just not the surprises, but we're, we've been trained that they don't do what we like. We yeah. don't get mm-hmm. what we yeah. want. But also, it's like the, the idea of like I all we understand that it is uh, like what you mentioned. If you keep on doing Easter egg stuff or keep on putting fan service, it's fan service. It's not done in the in the. In the in the benefit of the story, it's just done to draw some hype uh-huh. and and serve fans. But like what you mentioned, Chubax, they are integral to the story. Mm-hmm. Like you uh-huh. know, uh, they are doing it multiple ways. Of course, backdoor pilot. I hate it, but it works. So now we see Ahsoka in action. We kind of understand how big this this new um, Star Wars world is. So that's great. But for 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 Luke, it's 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 going to be detrimental for to the story that everything that he that he did with Luke is kind of either a off screen. Right? Yeah. So if, if if we understand Grogu is going to come back to the Mandalorian series, but if we didn't get this episode and if we don't get additional episodes with Luke and he just comes back to the Mandalorian and everything that he does will be like training montage and I'm the biggest fan of training montages. But that's not going to be as good as this, uh-huh. where we see Luke, where we see the choices. We don't want these major, major story points to be done off camera. We want it in in in, yeah, in, in if, the actual scene. If they did just regular Boba series, Boba Fett series, and then Grogu comes back in season three of Mando, mm-hmm. then Luke appearing in season finale was just a fan service because yep, it's like yeah. nothing happened. You know, he just came in and came out. But this one, True. there's really substance. So. I like the idea that There's because a reason. Yeah. Filoni and Favreau are such big fans, all of these things, elements that they add, mm-hmm. they understand that we have to be 
we have to reward the fans of 50 years, right? Mm-hmm. We have to reward them, but also we have to make sure that whatever they do plants the seed for the future. And this is essentially building the like future. right. Yep. This yeah. is Mandalorian is a world. Boba Fett is a world. Like last week, I again, I what my 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 note last week was the that episode was both the best thing for Book of Boba Fett, but also the worst thing for the Book of Boba Fett because it, it's always going to be in the shadow of the Mandalorian. This episode shows there's no such thing. This is just one big world. It's just different. You know, like maybe Book of Boba Fett has a little bit more Boba Fett and then Mandalorian has a little bit of Mandalorian, but this is just a big world. And now I kind of understand what they're doing and I... And I one of the I theories is that... Ahsoka's looking for Throne and Ezra because there's like a big bad alien race coming and they need mm. them for oh. that. You so, Vong? Yeah, maybe. The, yeah, I mean, oh, I hope there's okay. something bigger because uh, we know where can't Luke's heading. can be palpated head- again. Yeah. No, we, we know where Luke's heading. We know, you yeah. know Ray and the, mm. the Galactic is going, but that doesn't mean that we can have a big bad on the side because it's a fucking galaxy, you know? Yeah. Star Wars, you know? Yeah. The, Mm-hmm. We, we could um, have had Grogu dealing massive bad guy shit yeah. over here, you know, not even connected to what what happened to episode seven to nine. So, yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the unknown territories. Could be, yeah. yeah, I like that. Beyond the galaxies. All right, yeah. all right um, final predictions, and then let's start with you okay. uh, in terms of how you are going to rate this particular okay. episode. So, final prediction. So, I'm thinking uh, just because of what happened in. Episode seven, eight, nine. We all know what happens to Luke's uh, Jedi school. So we know that Grogu either dies there, or, which I think was going to happen, is he chooses the chainmail, or, or maybe, or he's maybe during the Jedi and he's yeah, gone. or 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 because Grogu, I think now is like Luke Skywalker back in the old trilogies, right? So maybe Grogu senses that the Mandalorian's in danger, so he basically tells Luke, I need to leave. I need to help uh, Mando. So basically basically what Luke did when he sensed that Leia and Han are in trouble, he left Dagobah, you know, and his training not complete mm-hmm. and faced mm-hmm. Darth Vader, right? So I think that's going to happen again. It's a lot of uh, history repeating itself. Good call, man. Yeah. And then uh, as for the future of Star Wars, I mean, this sets up a lot of possible storylines, just like what Jong said. And uh, it's going to, it's basically MCU, Star Wars. So, you know, Hawkeye was, yeah, it's a show, but it's connected to the MCU, right? So, so it's a good setup. Uh, I think the Book of Boba Fett, the, the purpose of this show, uh, which to the positive or negative is just to open up the world uh, to bigger storylines in Star Wars. And, uh, and hopefully Boba Fett's still part of that. And anyways, the rating for this show, I mean, uh, I would say there's a 10. Like if you're a OG Star Wars fans and, and you love Luke Skywalker, you got this, man. And if you're a Mando fan, there you go. You got it too. If you're a Clone Wars Ahsoka fan, you got your fan service too. So everybody got served except the deputy he got served. <laughs> Bullets. He got oh. served too. He got served. <laughs> <laughs> RJ, about you, what's your rating for this episode of The Book of Boba Fett? Same. I'm sticking a nine. I like it. Um, I love the Western showdown. 
I don't like a lot of westerns, but this was pretty good for me. Um, yeah, it it the the scene with Luke Skywalker was awesome. I I really liked. It's like time traveling back um, mm-hmm. after Return of the Jedi. So this timeline is actually after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, five five years. Five years after. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's in his black. That's why yes. Luke Skywalker's in his in his Oh, he black changed his outfit too. He's a kimono. He's like a kimono now, or or like a karate gi instead of the. Uh, instead of the, the Jedi Padawan. <laughs> yeah, so, that's right. true. But still, Shabak? the all black. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, Shabax, what's your rating? I'd go with the nine. Um, just it's still amazing like last episode um, only detriment is because yeah not enough Boba Fett but still <laughs> so, so, so great so amazing so jaw dropping um, yeah I mean for predictions just one prediction I mean what if what if they as what a fan I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan of 7 and 8 uh, see episode 7 and 8 but what if they what if they fucking Remove it. I mean, they piss I off mean, Kathleen retcon? Kennedy, but yeah, what if they retcon it? They just go somewhere else. Mm. You know, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's possible, but we we never thought I we'd get think... looked twice. So that's true. That's true. Never that's say true. never. Cherry what on if, top, man. What if Snoke was Grogu all along? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do my uh, my rating is this is a nine point five. The, the again like combination of what Arnie mentioned and Chibox mentioned. Yeah, probably the best uh, Star Wars episode that I've seen. You know, Mando and Book of Boba Fett combined together. The only reason why it's not going, it's not getting a ten is again, not following directions. Right, not following the right. <laughs> we have what four seconds of of Boba in yep. that episode. They, they, That's the only reason. That's the like, only reason why it's not. Like I said last <laughs> last week, they could have done uh five episodes of Boba Fett and then just had Mando one shots. Market it like that, you know. Like we got yeah. special Mando. I think I think there shot. was like they wanted to sur- they wanted to surprise us, which I get. I appreciate. I like this. Have ha- right. Last week's episode, I thought, was like, again, very, very bad for Boba because what's going to happen is in my head, every time that I watch um, Mandalorian and I watch Book of Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett will always be canon fodder. That's what I thought. Mm. But them doing two episodes like this, I kind of imagine like, all right, moving forward, Anything it in, might huh? be under Book of Boba Fett, but yeah. again, it might have one it's episode just, of Ahsoka. It's just Star Wars. Yeah, it's, it's just, just Star Wars. Wars. Yeah. I that's that's what that's the reason why I'm hopeful yeah. it's no longer detrimental to the show because yeah. it's part of the DNA now that all right, this all of it. these stories, you're gonna have to watch all of them. <laughs> so yep. mm-hmm. you're, you're gonna have to keep your Disney Plus subscription, but that's the plan right now. Right <laughs> now, until the, it's that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, right, until it's Clear, cleared like what you said, Chabox. Like you know, now that maybe we know this, maybe next next season it's going to be, hey, Mandalorian season three is six episodes of Mandalorian and then one bonus episode of Ahsoka. Yeah. Right? Maybe that's going to Could be, be the model moving yeah. forward. No, but but un- until they do that, it's not going to be a perfect hand yeah. for me. But I, it's the highest well, praise that I can get. But that's okay. very very well said, Zong, because most of the comments like uh, it's like. 
the title is Book of Boba Fett. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they're not following directions, like you said. But it's just a surprise. But this, if they did it but after yeah. this series, they did it twice now. You can't yeah. use the same thing for the next. For Mando. Exactly. Yeah. Anything can. They were just trying now. to keep the. So uh, if imagine if they if they did say like, all right, instead of the Book of Boba Fett, and then the title screen says, uh, Mandalorian special, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Or I, I, I'm already I'm already like. Huh? What? Or, no, or, or maybe season two of Book of Boba Fett will be Boba Unchanged. <laughs> Unchained. <laughs> That's when he becomes Boba a badass. Well, I also see the point why Django. They, didn't, they didn't change the title. It's because would you get that uh, screaming part when Ex- Mando no, does? It's, it's, just exactly. a, it's, just a, exactly. it's just a surprise factor. So I'm, 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 yeah. I'm already predicting that next episode, next season of Mandalorian will have like, you and know, um, instead of, um, of the Mandalorian, it says Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, or it says book of Bo- uh, book of Boba Fett, something to that sort. Because we're done now. We're we're good, and then everybody understands the the format the now. Flow, the I appreciate that they mm-hmm. they they got us exposed again. N- I never ever ever thought that they'll do Luke again. Mm-hmm. Let alone they'll Same. put they already put Luke. Uh, they already put um, Mandalorian last week. I didn't even. Expect Ahsoka to show up. Yeah, it, that's the one that showed. That's surprising. It's the <laughs> gift that get, get, keeps us giving. The best. So, um, all right. I think we have. We all. Uh, we have our all of our r- ratings in. Uh, healthy discussion about the book of Boba Fett. Again, next week we'll have the last episode. We'll 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 add Boba a couple Unchained. of more. Yeah, we're, we're we'll add a couple of more uh, oh. elements to next week episode regarding our our best scenes in, in our favorite scenes in the book of Boba Fett. But before that, we're gonna move on to episode six of the Peacemaker. I will turn over the mic to the handsome Raymond to give us the plot. All right. Thanks for that intro, John. So episode six is Mern after reading. Now, this is where we we begin the episode where episode five ends uh, with Mern chasing after Leota under the rain. It turns out later on that Amelia or Hardcore found out about Mern. And when she confronted him back then, he admitted it being a butterfly. So Leota Mm -hmm. being totally what? You knew about this? Yeah. And yet you still trust him? Not because of emotion, but because of logic. Logic. Economos also knew this, but prefers to act like he doesn't by plugging his ears. I don't know anything. He literally plugs his ears? I thought it was metaphorical. And and he does. The moment moment, um, Harcourt sees Economos come in, oh yeah, and Economos knows about, I don't know anything. I like I like how childish she is, but you know, so Leona's like, "What? You guys knew this anyway?" So Mern explained that their planet was dying, so the, the butterflies were dying, uh, so they came to Earth for survival. But the Queen, uh, the one inside Senator Gulf, became ambitious and decided to take over the Earth. So rather than coexist, they wanted to take over. So they started um, taking over powerful people the government, media, maybe even celebrities. So with Leota agreeing not to tell Waller, uh, they reviewed the footage from the distribution center uh, and they found that there was this truck that delivers something steadily, which picks they up. suspect picks to be... Picks up. From... Uh, picks up, picks up rather. Um, they suspect it to be the raw amber fluid 
that they need to make the butterflies food. So Mern mentioned Mern really revealed that this must be coming from the cow. And then Leota goes, There's a cow? I mean, <laughs> so did I. I was like, what cow? I, so, I, lo- I love that. Sorry. I, lo- I love that cut. You didn't tell her about the cow. So there's this. Yeah. So there's this. And then the, the intro song comes in. I love it. Uh, very smart. That's right. Um, <laughs> and they still didn't tell much about the cow throughout the entire. It just, yeah, they, they cut. <laughs> so after the intro song, back into Peacemaker's house. Um, Eventually, Vigilante comes over. Come in. And then, obviously, he knows it's already Vigilante. How do you know it's me? You knock in a funny way. So, annoying um, way. Annoying. I know. Annoying way. So, um, Sis joins him and realizes, hey, you still keep that? Talking about golf, right? So, he admits that he probably keeps it due to his insecurities. You know, so <laughs> you want to keep a dangerous animal because of your own insecurities. Um, I love that he just snaps to become sensitive. Uh, but more than that, Goff started to draw a peace sign. And that's what Peacemaker starts to communicate. Oh, did you draw a peace sign? Can't tap once for yes, twice for no. So yes. Um, for some reason, Vigilante wanted to know if the favorite color was teal. Because apparently maybe Vigilante's uniform or costume was teal. <laughs> Fucking oh, self. Yeah, I didn't notice that, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, so they try to to figure out what else to ask, right? It just in this episode, vigilante comes out more of a simpleton than than anything. That's why peacemaker <laughs> ask yes or no questions. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> detective song. Uh, after in, in episode five was able to get a warrant from her uncle friend, you know, uh, who's a judge. Um, this warrant was to arrest Peacemaker and because of that releases Augie, uh, Peacemaker's dad. So um, as he says goodbye, he goes, all right, so as you, you know, goodbye for you people means probably like ching chong chopsticks. <laughs> and they go, chong chopsticks. Oh, no. <laughs> Your Google Translate must have gotten it wrong because that meant a donkey shit on your head. Um, nice comeback, actually. I actually like her comeback. But then Fitz, her partner, was when she says, see ya, and Fitz goes, would I want to be? Oh, so bad. Which he admitted that, yeah, I know I screwed up, okay? Anyway, <laughs> that was so bad. I was like, what the hell? So... After getting him out, um, he decides that he wants to kill his son, which he should have done a long time ago. Then Mern decides to reach out. Uh, um, he, he gets a heads up from the chief of police, and which is a person that Mern actually placed in there. Um, so he, he finds out that the police is heading over to Peacemaker's home to arrest him. He tries to warn him, but Peacemaker's phone is on silent. He decides to call Vigilante, and his ringtone was Barbie Girl by Aqua. Don't ask me. <laughs> Barbie Girl in Barbie World. <laughs> what the fuck? I, I'm loving Vigilante even more, honestly. 
so they warn him that the police are coming, but he's, you know, um, try to get their shit together. He wasn't even able to get his helmet. Oh, because the helmet's in the in the base, Palano. So he grabs the stuff. Vigilante gets um, golf and then tapes golf around his body. They escape up through the sky roof. Um, cops not able to de- detect them. Ransack Peacemaker's trailer house to get to find whatever evidence they can. Find a lot of weapons and they find the diary that was planted by Leota. Okay. Um, but I think Mern kind of noticed because when he said about a diary, Leota yeah. was the one who reacted. I, so wait, I just to clarify, kinda... I think Waller's plan was to kill all the butterflies and then blame it on Peacemaker. Blame it right? on Peacemaker. Blame it on Peacemaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or in case they Which... get found out, they would blame it. Which exactly. already activated. That's true. That's true. Towards the end, it did activate. You know? But I like how, you know, Peacemaker and Vigilante try to escape out, jump through the trees. Vigilante slips, falls, breaks the breaks the glass. Breaks of the back. glass I'm of surprised. Killed I'm surprised he wasn't like you know stabbed or something. I thought Goff would, anyway. would have been killed also. I thought so too, but maybe these butterflies are more resilient than more. Yeah, you need to shoot for. them. Yeah, and just zooms into Detective Hong's mouth. Starts convulsing, bloody. So that's how they take over. They kind of probably dig up their brain. Um, they start running away. Cops chasing after them. Um, they get to Eagly actually getting full action here. I know. Eagly fucking ba- taking I don't know. down Eagly three or to four fucking cops. badass. Like four, three or four. No, three or four cops, man. Like Eagly even like tore out an eye or something. Awesome, awesome Eagly. Very awesome. Um, so Vigilante was like throwing knives, right? So killing cops. Just don't kill cops. And then Eagly swoops in and starts killing them anyway. Wow, he's badass. And anyway, then he throws um, another knife. And then like, <laughs> he's just probably paralyzed. Yeah, he's at worst, dead. he's at paralyzed. paralyzed. <laughs> I love his character. So eventually they get the knockout three, or they, they were actually cornered by three cops. Or one cop left to go with a gun. Then that cop gets shot in the head. Um, you get to actually see what's the name of the guy? Caspar. Caspar Locke. So the, the the chief of police the, shows the up. The creepy kills one that uh, uh, Mern asked for placed help in for. place. Exactly. Looks more like an undertaker, to be honest. But anyway, so kills everyone else. Uh, tells them that they have a car waiting for them so they go get in the car eagerly jumps in as well they drive off and uh, he pretends to be um, saddened by the death of these cops when they ask was it peacemaker no there's another Caucasian wearing stripes and red necktie he had a mask and a fedora hat (laughs) and they realize he was describing the Hamburglar. <laughs> At first, I Rob, thought he was, was going to describe Rob. the um, the White Dragon. Like, a fedora. I know. A fedora hat. And it was, it's either he's just fucking with us or he's, you know, really... Stupid. Is, either he's describing the Hamburglar or he's just really fucking with us. Um, yeah. <laughs> he did describe the Hamburglar. Um, 
So he goes back to the trailer, sees that someone gets the diary, takes it as evidence, hides it in his office. Scene cuts out. Um, Should have, I know. I was thinking he would have. Peacemaker makes it to the base, gets um, reveals that he actually, that Goff escaped. And we're like, what? Because Peacemaker actually told him that he killed him, but he didn't trust any of them. He wanted to actually know more about the butterflies. And for good reason. And then the fucking line. And for a good reason. Exactly. So he started sensing that they know something that he doesn't. And he thought, you know, he was a bit upset because he felt that it was actually a team. Um, so he tells everyone that Goff took over Detective Hong. Uh, Mern prepares to lead the group to the farm, which Economos actually found. So he did some backtracking. He found the source of where the truck is, um, which is a farm. So Mern decides to go there because he believes that's where the cow is. And since mo- most likely it's going to be underground, just like all the other bases. Um, Augie, at the same time, gets his group after banging a hot chick uh, mm-hmm. who probably who is definitely part of his group as well. It's also, a, uh, I think he just got a blowjob. Oh, yeah, that's what he yeah, asked. He just, said, he just wanted know. to get his dick sucked. That's but, true. And I'm going to do something that I should have done before. <laughs> Kill my son. Kill my son. <laughs> so he goes into his interdimensional weapon room and they start strapping him on with the white dragon costume. Uh, even the girl that sucked his cock off is put on the mask. Part, so. a, a white supremacist. Yep, absolutely. Now, the scene cut to Detective Hong. She's by the edge of this field or by a lake. Suddenly drones of spaceships come uh, housing a lot of butterflies, a legion of them. So she goes inside the police station, music playing in the background, butterflies starting infecting everyone, infecting infecting even the police chief mm-hmm. so Locked. she gets all of the cops and the prisoners in the, the cells everyone was infected right so um peacemaker back in base bit down sees um hardcore engraving the dub of peace on a p90 he, gra- he gets it and it says yeah dub of peace is facing the wrong way <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> he appreciates it. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so anyway, he appreciates it. And then hardcore goes and he goes, good night. And then she gives her name finally, Emilio. So um starts playing a sentimental song. Is that really John Cena playing the piano? It looked like it. It looks like, like it. I won't be surprised. I mean, he learned it, Mandarin or something to, to, to market true. WWE. He, so, Not kidding. It looked like he was actually playing. I was thinking, yeah, there are some scenes just on the face, at the back, but there are also some scenes. Holy shit. Long scenes that you can actually see. And it seems like it was correct, but um, not, it, I mean, yeah. maybe like he he learned a little bit of it, but yeah, it looked great. Here, Google, not only can Cena play the piano, but he's a self-taught musician and enjoys showing off his skills. Whenever he gets a chance. What the heck? Yeah, buddy. Oh, awesome. John Cena, Respect. man. You can't Respect, see him. Man. You can't see him. <laughs> Respect. Talented, self-taught pianist. 
absolutely amazing. It was really good. It was a good piece. And he was a bit dramatic over it. He was troubled, you could sense. Then next day comes news. It goes, Vigilante goes, I didn't know you had a diary. And then they see the news. I use entire I, police force. No, I fucking don't. I use my notes. I don't even use it. Okay. I, use, I have a notepad and I don't even use it. <laughs> So they see the news and the whole police force is gathering to catch the one and only Peacemaker. And episode ends. That's it. Uh, What do you think about it? Uh, I I love it. All right. Uh, Favorite storylines and uh, yeah, we'll do the same thing. Predictions. Start with Ichibox. I I keep loving this episode. Everything is just hitting so good um one of the what let's start from the start uh the the the, the whole this um conversation with uh when they were interrogating golf was so funny with vigilante and like uh uh peace marriage like because you keep fucking interrupting me. <laughs> as he as he starts to explain the side vigilante chimes in. Shut up. <laughs> and then, uh, silence uh, it just pissed me off that they kept lying to him, but then I guess you know they don't really trust each other, so that's par for the course. I like. Uh, I was surprised, like uh, Hardcore or and Economos already knew the, about Mern, and uh, mm. what well, my favorite thing is uh, aside from the Eagly uh, massacre, mm-hmm. the cap was his name Captain Lock. Lock. Did you notice Lock. that? Yes. <laughs> He acts more human after he got possessed by the. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the. That's I think true. that was the. Uh, the 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 so, twist with him. He's so fucking weird, bro. He's <laughs> like the, the end credit scene of him practicing to be sad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the police officer is dead. Psycho. He's so. So from what my understanding is, he's the friend of Mernda. The bad guy, right? The, like the yeah, the, bad the, human. Guy. the old burn, the old burn. Okay, because so, the butterfly still retain the memories of mm-hmm. whatever they take over. Yeah, so it's something um, that I like. Well, I just I love it. I can't wait for next. I saw the promo for next episode. Uh, it's gonna be like all the way battle royale between the group versus, um. White dragon, and then try. I guess they're gonna try to fight, fight the the butterflies too. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I love the series. Still, uh, still going strong for me. Everything, all the dialogue, the Leota, um, the discussions, like her her um being torn. You know, mm-hmm. like you can really feel it because he she really does like peacemaker, crisp peacemaker, uh. Vigilante, like how can you not love his fucking stupidity? And um, yeah, <laughs> I, I love everything. Uh, John, I I so I enjoyed this episode. Maybe not as much as the other episodes, but only because of the. I felt there was a little bit of 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 laziness in terms of the the main storyline here. Um, Still great. I mean, it's it's it, it. I'm just saying, like you know, it is you know maybe uh, uh, above pause, average instead of great. Before the storm. Um, yeah, that's mm. the thing too. Like uh, I understand that 
we only have a couple of more episodes and everybody all everybody's armies are set up. setting up you know you have golf inhabiting the asian um detective you have uh of course the payback of of uh the white dragon's armor right because so, so, he's wearing his armor again to fight chris um and there's also still like this impending uh secret that everybody knows that Mern is a butterfly but peacemaker now so that's going yeah. to be coming out in the next few episodes so that's good the, the this particular episode though is like we all we already anticipated about you know the the butterflies being like maybe there's some some faction that are good some faction that are bad or i'm not sure whether Mern is the only one. butterfly. He said, is, I think there was a line there where he's the only one. Oh, the only one that kind of yeah, turned when but, he realized that they were going yeah. to. Um, um, and I also like the idea that the reason why uh, Mern was taken over because Mern was such a horrible person. He was a murderer. Yes. Yeah, like, and, but and I did even like the, the butterfly. He did say that he's a horrible person, but yes, I still took away his chance to. To become good, to right? change. Even, even he could have changed. So I like that all of those were dropped. I just like it wasn't impressive how it was dropped. But mm. yeah, it's a James Gunn Peacemaker DC series that you don't need like extremely poignant ways to uh, uh, push the the story across. What's more important is the action of the episode. There's a lot of action. There's action in the woods. Um, so like you you have you have you have uh, um, you know, even just the idea of of the the setup. So I'm excited that we're going to shift from like there's no more story. All the the cats out of the bag. Next couple of mm-hmm. episodes is just going to be just, resolution. A lot of fighting. So I really really like that. a lot of fighting. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I am I'm kind of still you know I struggled a lot with was the diary because the diary was shown and it was found and it was oh luckily the police captain was able to to uh find it before it gets to evidence and then the police captain gets co-opted with the butterfly so it's out again so it's like i didn't really i i didn't get why you had to do all that hullabaloo for a fake diary that no mm-hmm. one will believe like nobody in his team would believe that he wrote anyway so um yeah Maybe there's a little bit more in terms of that diary for future stuff. Like I think it was just like it was just the excuse that it was the evidence that said, that linked uh, Peacemaker to the killing of the senator. Senator. So that, true, but yeah, I was thinking like, like if it was gonna if in at the end of the episode it was still gonna go out anyway. Why did hmm. we have to spend a couple of minutes with the butterfly police cap and yeah right? Might as well just like it goes straight to evidence done. Mm-hmm. Right. So, uh, but again, maybe there's an, another little part there where, you know, we'll spend a little bit more time with Leota ex- um, explaining her relationship with uh, with her mom and what's yeah. happening. So, uh, yeah, there's not, not, the, not my favorite episode. Uh, I think the best, the, the most impressive part of this episode, the thing that I loved about this episode is like how badass Eagly is. Oh, yeah. 
fucking and the sh- and, and, uh, and the way it was shot when when they were running and then Eagle's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. swooping left and right swooping in yeah so that's okay. it so i want more of that so here's the i've heard this in a bunch of different podcasts already but if they fucking kill Eagly, i will I'm stop. i will i will <laughs> fucking i will email james gunn so um, <laughs> That is my one one goal. Uh, the only uh, one that can Jay, replace for me for Igly is Mern's butterfly. If he like he leaves Mern and then he becomes like Igly, Igly too, <laughs> the butterfly. Oh, that, that I'd be I I that be fun. I go for that. But Igly will have as, a butterfly. In. I just hmm. want Igly butterfly. To <laughs> butterfly. Butterfly. Um, yeah, and uh, I think that's it. Jay, what do you think about the episodes before we go for a round of, uh, of <laughs> ratings. ratings? I love it because um, it sets up, uh, it keeps me interested in what's coming next. So I know, we know, with, with all of this setting up, the camp of Augie setting up, the policemen setting up, and obviously um, the, 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 the 11th Street kids. Oh. Mm-hmm. 11th oh, Street yeah. Kids group are, are, are setting up. And the only way to defeat them all, really, is with a cow. The cow. <laughs> Again, the fuck, man. The I, mean, I hope it's like one, with one actual human person. Giant, <laughs> giant, ugly cow. No, I, I want a, a little girl. <laughs> oh, that's sick. <laughs> only from the mind of John. Are you surprised? <laughs> Nope, nope. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I'm now I'm anticipating the next episodes, which we know the last two are gonna be a lot of fighting. And I agree with John. I hope Eagly gets more screen time. Yeah, really deserves that. The other other episodes, Eagly was really more of a decoration or a pet. Yeah. Now you really see Eagly as a. That's a freaking weapon. Massive. Has, uh, has Eagle hugged, hugged him yet again? No. No, no, no. Not oh, yet. But but there is a lot of love. This is okay, way okay. better than the hug. I, I look forward to that. I'm, I'm catching up. I do I'm, love the intro where you see Eagle. I think it was CGI though. Anyway. I mean, I still don't yeah, skip that intro, man. That, that intro, I mean, it's no, stupid, no but... skipping intro, no skipping extra. Nope. But the the, the oh, way absolutely. they just committed so to great. that intro, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe oh, for not CGI because you know, in I think Hollywood, it's CGI because they, they released they uh, behind the scenes. No, no, I mean, and, I know. And, and when Eagle's they did the CGI. final scene, Eagly wasn't there. Oh, okay. Just for the intro. But, so the, I don't, but, I don't the, whole, but the whole the whole dancing thing, that's just a good commitment there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did we, oh, well, did yeah. we mention that the, the school <laughs> the school thing with Peacemaker? <laughs> What? Oh no, I failed to do that. So <laughs> that was, was funny. Was invited by one by of the janitor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh show, show and tell, show, show and, tell. and fucking tell. <laughs> Did you meet Wonder Woman? No, no but but she was fucking. He was, was I I think. fucking me. <laughs> I said I think. I am dude. I said <laughs> Anyway, so let's start with the ratings. Oh, sorry. One major oh. thing that the, the episode kind of showed us to that we forgot to share the detail is we did kind of see that Peacemaker accidentally killed his brother. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. when yes. they were young. So um, maybe there's a little bit more there, but uh, there was a scene that um, Augie I, was probably training them both. Yeah, and or then he was goading the brother to kill him or to beat him up, and then he won. Yeah, something like that. He won. So that's the reason why uh, Augie Augie's is angry, angry yeah. about him because he probably thought that, or Augie thought that uh, Peacemaker's brother was a lot better than him, but. That's uh, one nice thing. See, there's so many like half details in the in, Correct, in this episode yeah. that was dropped that even that was like kind of like, oh, I thought that that would be a little bit more important, but they just kind of like showed it as By like, the way, a flashback. Yeah. Yeah. But that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Lena when um when the kid, it's actually triggered by the kid asking, Do you have a backstory? Back an origin story. Origin great, story. Great point. Great point. Right. So that was uh, right. that was okay. Ratings? All right. Ratings. Rating, I'll go for nine. Still nine. It's quite high. How about you, Chubax? Uh I go with maybe yeah, eight point five because it's mm-hmm. a little drop from the previous ones, but it's set up so mm-hmm. it's like the point five is gonna go to the next episode. <laughs> yeah, sure. I- They'd probably um, give a 9.5 of that. Yeah, right, or maybe so. even a 10. So let's see. Jong? I'm an 8. Right. I'm an 8. Yeah. So I think there was a, 5, a little 5. bit um, pacing issues or a little bit more of a delivery of the message. Too many too many important details in this episode that it didn't breathe, like about the butterflies, about Mern's backstory, about Peacemaker's backstory. You know about um, you know the, the the diary and whatnot. So, to if if this were well, I guess if they had two more episodes and they could have stretched this episode into two things, that would be better. But uh, not still not bad. It is a very high. So yes, um, it's all right. Um, we're done with A block and B block in terms of our discussions for our week on week streaming TV shows. Now we move towards our main block, our main topic, um, episodes four to six of The Legend of Vox Machina, Critical Role's uh, uh, tabletop gaming turned into animated show, turning over the mic to Trubox to give us a bit of a plot summary of uh, the three episodes that dropped this week. So, yes, we get the second batch of three episodes, uh, four, five, and six of The Legend of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime. Uh, mm-hmm. We start at episode four. Um, so to recap, last episode, uh, the Briarwoods uh, showed up in a party in uh, Iman. And uh, they got into a fight with Vox Machina because Percy told them that those were, the Briarwoods were the ones that killed his family and took Whitestone. So mm-hmm. at the end, the uh, Briarwoods escaped and Lord Oriel... Um, our uh, arrests the the group our our, our mer- merry group Fox Machina. So uh, to start the episode four, shadows at the gates. Um, Vox Machina is uh under house arrest. Uh, Lady Alura try managed to you know smooth things a little bit. So instead of just heading straight to the dungeon, they get house arrest, and then. At the same time, uh, the Briarwoods notice that the book is missing that Vax got, so they send these uh, in a cool like this cool scene where Lady uh, Lady Delilah really you know brought the voice acting. Uh, someone's like undead in a, a 
like a combined ghost zombie thing you know it's not like mm-hmm. one or the other and so at night uh vox magna go on with their you know uh complaints and uh rants inside uh in the inside their keep as they're under house arrest with uh scanlan trying to read the book and then uh I, I i love that scene with uh what does it say oh and it says this this and then fuck you vax i'm gonna find for a, a gif or gif about that because i like that it so just, it says <laughs> this how about fuck can you vax. translate this <laughs> over this over this and this and then uh so throughout the night the guards around the keep are being taken uh killed one by one by the the undead that delilah took and then uh pike's having some problems using the everlight she thinks she's been cursed by delilah from that fight and then jared the captain of the guard watching them uh finally gets in and realizes that you know in, there's somebody killing his guards and it's not vox machina and then they're attacked as they are together by the undead and i just very violent show. very cool i I love the show where you know they're doing those dialogues and it's it transforms to like your typical saturday morning cartoons with, mm-hmm. with some curse words in the middle and then you get this fight yeah. of just really violent blood more, they're they're using a good combination of like you know medieval terms like period pieces, but also like very colloquial like yeah fuck you fuck you yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no and also the 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 change from that funny like almost heartwarming stuff to the like violent like you know the choreography that and the blood using oh, yeah. the eyes and just like the oh, eyes shit. are bleeding yeah I like I like that we see all of them being beat up yeah yeah, yeah. and uh. Oh, just uh, like a sidebar on that. I was watching um, on Critical Role. There's, there's like a watch along with a Q&A watch along with a, like the first three episodes. There was a watch along with Mercer, Travis, and Sam Regal. And then I think that one of the directors or writers. So they watched the show. And then after that, they, they answered some Q&A. And they, they mentioned there that the first, like the first uh, draft or storyboard for like the first few episodes, one and two, the... Most of the animators that they have are used to drawing children's cartoons, right? Most cartoons are mm-hmm. of our children. So, like, when they were getting hit in the first two episodes in the storyboards, like, you know, bumped or fall down and stuff like that. And then says so like, no. And they, they went back there, no, guys, we want you to fuck us up. <laughs> like, fuck, fuck us up. Like, so, after that, they, like, really fucked them up. So... John's point, like in this episode, we see Keyleth, you know, dragged to the wall and just like napping yeah. like that with blood. Uh, I think it's dark blood, right? It's like necrotic damage. I, I'm assuming. I think it's like. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I it's I don't a, know what yeah. that means, but I that's guess, like, necrotic that, damage. Yeah. So it's like bleeding yeah. from the eyes and the mouth and Canlan too, and then they like they shoved into a room and then they're they're losing and then they realize that uh, the only thing that they're the undead are scared of is light. So Pike tries to use Everlight once more and fails again. So Keyleth, uh, the one with the the mo- basic, uh, debatably the strongest among them, but the one with that least experience and confidence, finally able to you know go Goku on them and unleash the light. And I love the scene when they unleash the light and then they realize they can hit them. Like now, everybody's like, like so violent. Like <laughs> you know, in normal cartoons, you see like maybe a character will go in and then just stab him like that. No, no, no. 
<laughs> going like that. And then Grog and then uh, Percy was like stomping like ah! they're they're all screaming and they're all pissing like so they 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 beat those and in the end uh, they Jarrett agrees to leave let them leave because they're gonna avenge the 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 guards that the were guards. slain and then I love that surprisingly they they went with Pike leaving the group for a while because. In critical role, Ashley Johnson always has to uh, always leaves her extended period of time because she's working in New York for Blind Spot during the first campaign. Mm. So there was times when oh she they did work that in yeah so they worked that in with the uh, Pike leaving because I didn't so, realize yeah that. and then sometimes like they would uh like in this part Ashley Johnson was gone in the Briarwood arc but then there would be episodes where she would come in so the way they would do it is like she's in the temple helping them do something but they would send like an astral projection of Pike because they, they oh, she, cool. sensed, she sensed that they needed her so it's stuff like so then yes. and then the next episode she's gone again so like the astral projection fizzed out <laughs> and then the next episode she's back so she's like the astral projection like, uh, there I guess it's like it's creative stuff so that's <coughs> episode 4 sorry next episode 5 we got Fate's Journey where the guys uh, go to Gilmore Try to steal stuff, but then they get found <laughs> out, so they just buy just stuff buy expensively. And then um, we we get some sort of the shipping here. The do you do you see who's who they're shipping, John? Yeah, I mean Vex, uh, uh, Vax, and uh, Keyleth uh-huh. are being shipped. Okay, uh, who else? And of course, uh, Gilmore and Vex, Vax also. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. And a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of Scanlan and Pike is okay. what I've been seeing. Any, anybody yeah. else? Mm. Oh, oh, are they trying to ship um, uh, Vex and... Uh, the Druid. No, 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 the shooter guy. Percy, uh, maybe, maybe. Percy. I'm not either confirmed or deny, but yeah, mm. um, for Vax... He kind of had a fling with uh with Gilmore, of course. In 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 the in the in the campaign, but here they're just mostly flirting. So in episode five, they travel. Grog is depressed because Spike stayed behind, and then on their way, uh, the group is attacked by more undead monsters. But this one is more like uh, wargs. Wolves. Yeah, what wargs? Big like big wolves or like or dire mutated, wolves. mutated yeah. things like that. And after you know a fun scene, um, they lose the cart, right? They lose, they lose the cart. They lose everything that they bought. That they bought, and they lose the fucking book. And they lose the book during the fight. You so, know what? I I was feeling at, at this point they rolled poorly. Yeah, that's why they lost everything. So, so after I that, I was like thinking, fuck, that was a crit one. <laughs> so after that, they go. They they take a. Uh, they camp out in the rest, and uh, I love the scene where they all tell stories about their like. Uh, was it weirdest skills? Weirdest skills. Uh, skills, right? Weirdest. I like skills. that. So yeah. it means that. So I'm I'm looking forward to watching Easter eggs about the, these episodes, but yeah. them um, flashback doing flashbacks on their on their most unique kills and the 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 weirdest uh-huh. monsters that they killed that could have happened pre. Pre-stream or something no, like so, that. Some of them happened in stream. Like I remember Grog's oh. one where he ripped the rips the it open and, and bit the, the tongue. tongue. Yeah, and then that chapter <laughs> was like so awesome. What was Scanlan's mm. weird kill? 
Didn't remember when no, he, was... like he was just it having was sex with the regular person within a second head. Monster. Oh, okay, okay. So, so, so those are the ones that and really... and he's still finished. Still finished. <laughs> those scenes are just amazing because they just you know increase the chemistry, the heart, the story of the, uh, and then you you see Vex also being jealous of the brother because mm-hmm. you know started at Keyleth because it's always been the two of them. So you know he he she sees um Vax liking somebody else and then. Starting the be careful of those vines because they have thorns. Ah! Meanwhile, uh, during that, uh, Pike stays at the church and she realizes that it it wasn't Delilah that cursed her, it's it's like her been she's been in denial, right? Because even before that, Mm -hmm. she was already having flashes of uh problems with the Everlight, so they're still trying to help her. And then in the end, uh, Percy, while they're walking towards Whitestone, Percy describes the, the sun tree. Was it the sun tree? Yeah, the sun tree and all, all its glorious glorious uh, light and stuff. And then when they get there, it's just like dark, like really black and fucked up. And she... uh, derelict uh, Whitestone. Yeah, so they're really surprised how bad the uh, Whitestone looks. And then we get to episode six, The Spark of Rebellion. And one another fucked up moment in the intro, where they get to the they're stealthing their way to Whitestone. They get to the Sun Tree, and they see how many six or seven seven people hanging, and they've been dressed like, including two kids. Yeah, for that's the cool. Like that was cool. So fucked up. I like that they kill kids here. Like this is it, it's like, kind of like realistic. It's not. It's not for your. It's not. It's, yeah, it's very not realistic. For flash. John likes killing kids. <laughs> oh, I want my own, but the idea is like if you're in a war, like, oh, yeah, you yeah. don't for effect. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So during this episode, it's a little fla- um mix and match, but they try to find Keeper Yenin because Percy thinks that she's the one that can help them lead the rebellion. And then at the same time, while they're looking for her, uh, giant undead, undead giants or zombie giants attack the main base of the rebels, including the, was it a dwarf? Yeah, dwarf uh, voiced by mm-hmm. uh, uh, the Hobbit. Moynihan. Uh, yeah, Dominic Moynihan and captures him. Archibald. Archie. And Archie, Archie is a friend of Percy from when they were young. So once they find Keeper Yenin, uh, Yenin says that to help them overthrow Whitestone, they need the help of the Rebellion. And to he- to get the help of the Rebellion, they need Archibald. So they go save, try to save him. They make plans to save him. They do. They split the team up, front th- front door and back door team. And of course, Scanlan's in the back door. Scanlan's goes, I like the back door. And then here's another Easter egg uh, where they always have problems in doors. Like in, in the critical role campaign, they always roll bad against doors. So they, they always have issues with doors. And there's even one where in the campaign where it's them. It's Percy, Vax, and Scanlan trying to open this door. And Scanlan dimensions doors. He wastes a spell just to get in. But he can't open it because it's like barred. So it's heavy and he's only like a gnome. So he can, he can lift it up. They do many things just to try and open it. And then suddenly, like, Percy says, I look for a window. Is there a window? I go in the window. <laughs> There's a fucking window. So they try to go in. And once they're inside the house, 
uh, all hell breaks loose um, lots of fighting uh, they meet one of the bad guys under one of the principal bad guys from Briarwood what's his name uh, the shooter no like the one that was in the barrel something Stonehead Captain something, something. yeah oh uh, Stonefell 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 thank you so Stonefell's the one in charge here and so they fight they free Archibald lots of rebels die lots of guards die and then as they're escaping Percy goes crazy and uh what term do we use here uh like uh go Sasuke uh, like uh what term do we Bankai? use for him? <laughs> you know, for him like going crazy he does crazy. look like a Bankai yeah, yeah, he, goes, uh, he just goes he, gets, he goes crazy and goes bloodlust style wears his mm-hmm. mask and uh changes his voice and goes for Stonefell and kills him brutally amazingly i love it like it's his name is literally on the barrel <laughs> like mm. there's many is barrels. that part of like a spell that you know if you know he he has extra damage because of like there's a couple uh, of people uh, do you want me to spoil camp? it there there's going to be like he you want me to spoil it he will die oh. when he kills everybody that he no 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 but i'll, I'll spoil it Sure. Go. Yeah. So when before he met like Vox Machina, he in his in his uh, quest for vengeance, he makes a deal with like a like a mm. creature, like a shadow demon or something. So that's the one that uh, is possessing him and giving him some strength. So once he once he kills everybody, well, he gets gets vengeance from everybody. He'll. I, 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 I think the, so. The, but but that, the that, demon will take yeah, over. That was the plan. Yeah. That I didn't mean, happen. But, um, basics though. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's kind of like standard fantasy fairy. Yeah. Yeah. The way, but then the way he kills like Stonefell was like so great. And then, so yeah, the fight scene here is. Amazing. I like that this gun has the names of his victims. Oh yeah, I know. And then uh, Grog finding the barrel of ale, and then just uh, so sad when Doing he needed it. to use it as a weapon. <laughs> And then, uh, I'm not even sure that was ale. The barrel had a skull. <laughs> it's a, I'm freaking thinking it's poison. <laughs> and then, um, how the barrel had a skull on. I can't remember how it ended. Yeah, they were like oh, um, leaving the burning, leaving, and then uh... they realized that Archibald tells Percy that he has a sister, Cassandra's still alive. Cassandra's still alive. And then alive. we see a shot with Cassandra and uh, Delilah. Briars. Oh, that's where we end uh, episode uh, episode nine. So let's let's start with you, John. What do you think about the episode and favorite things? I I like I like this episode. Yeah, so I like this episode. I I like the idea that um I was just um you know uh, talking to my friend Kira about it, but um they are giving us some. I'm I'm I'm. I'm tackling this series as a standalone animated fantasy adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have a little bit of background that it is from the game. So uh, everything that they do, I imagine in my head, it's like, oh, did they roll bad? Did they roll good? Mm-hmm. Or flashbacks. Oh, was there uh, a few episodes that were dedicated to this particular flashback? So it kind of interests me in the depth of additional lore that can be found in this particular series. So that's good because it's kind of like, right, it's not chained to this, to these 12 episodes. There are certain, you know, channels that will do deep dives about this that I can 
and um, you know I can enjoy. Um, it's just it's it, I didn't find it as fun as the first three episodes, mm-hmm. but I love that there is a major action piece for every episode. Because I my big fear was because they were dropping it in threes that maybe one is set up, one is action, and then one is for the next three episodes. So I love the idea that every episode has its own little story, little action piece. Like the first, uh, the fourth episode was the the black things, the black ghosts, the necromantic people. The 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 fifth episode was um the 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 wolves the wargs the uh, on the, the move on the, the chasing, mm-hmm. and then the sixth episode was the the prison fight. So that kind of entertained me into the entire story. I'm starting to get uh I'm starting to get concerned though on how how big this story is like it's if if it's 12 episodes just the briarwood arc then i think it'll be enough but you know mm-hmm. they're doing bits and pieces of everything else it's kind of natural because it's the first season like we're learning about keelith's thing we're learning about mm, the shari um uh yeah the shari so and then this is mostly percy's fight but we still have uriel and um what's that what's that prince the queen's name forget only uh, the allura allura so she's not the queen there's so she's many, like uh, advisor wizard advisor uh, no, sorry sorry there you go so there's so many things that are happening that i am kind of getting splintered in so many things and i know 12 episodes i don't think 12 episodes is enough so um hopefully the pacing kind of gets tightened up but again it's still not bad i i i if they keep on continuing action piece per episode i'd be very very happy starting to get a little bit more of uh, the capabilities of each of the characters during the fight. The more that they fight, the more mm-hmm. to see how they work it. You know, even there's this, like during the campfire scene on episode five, where Scanlan was trying to learn some spells and failing. That was fun. You know, that's very entertaining. Mm-hmm. I think Scanlan's character is, is, is stealing the show, um, uh, like yeah, every time that he yeah, every time that he does something so uh i i i think i'm i'm becoming a scanland fan particularly because he he bangs everybody even if he's short yeah we we, we kind of knew that from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> um, on our next campaign you're gonna be a bard i'm going yeah. to be just fucking and then i'm gonna have like uh that's but uh, and and i think my my last point here is like again it's you know not as strong as the first three. And I think the major, major, major issue there is I hate it when the party separates. Hate it. I, well, this like, one is only I, bike. I, I understand. Like, that's even worse for me if there is one character. And now learning about the backstory, like this is a, 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 a tribute or mm-hmm. a, um, you know an ad- adaptation of what actually happened during the series. They couldn't rewrite this, right? It's an important mm-hmm portion i just don't like the I, I i hate the fantasy trope of like oh no i have the yips i need to go someplace and i need to like no i i just i it happens all the time so i don't like it but looking forward for, At least for there's, there's a real reason here why they did it yeah i mean it but softens I it a little like, bit yeah so it softens a little bit and it's kind of like a real world reason rather than a 
fantasy reason. Like, because mm-hmm. even the tips in fantasy, so I was like, eh, come on. Mm-hmm. Let's kill some more people or let's, it, you it, know. It the... goes on until campaign two as well. Ah, oh, crap. I and I don't like the yips. She's still working. I, I think the re- the what they did in campaign two was uh, they made the whole, the character itself. But it's not the yips anymore. Like, I think her character, Yasha, if I'm not mistaken, is like a barbarian who's uh, antisocial. Mm-hmm. So like okay. she just so leaves sometimes and then she come back. Yeah, so, I, I again that's um that's something that uh it's a storyline in fantasy that I don't like, particularly because they they're doing such a great job with Pike and Grog. I like their dynamic. Right? And just I, I just love, love their dynamic. I, I also I love, love that. the love that they have. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I just so love that, uh where Pike is like she's the most Hearted, but her manners yeah. are just like grogs, like uh, grew up in the bar, you know, like, yeah. get drunk I, and stuff. And they and it seems like when when Pike was leaving, and Pike was saying, like, oh, just how, how or grog was saying, like, oh, I'll go with you, like, you know, like, like before, just yeah. the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like, no, hmm, let's can let can we do a spin off of just like grog and Pike? I'm for the backstory. Like in the, origin, in the origins, Grog was kicked out of the, the clan he was in and beaten up. And he was found by Pike and her grandfather. And they took him in. So he kind of grew up together in a sense. That's why mm-hmm. they're the, the two close. They're, they were together before they met Vox Marina. Yeah, I like, I like their pairing the most. I, and then what, I think it was episode four when they started cordoning off people right so like yeah, uh, yeah. you know there's uh, grog and bike and then vex vax and scanlan and keyleth and percy i like that i i and that's the only time that i would like this different stories per group because like you can you see that in different dynamics and you see vex and vax like we can sleep out of here just the two of us no problem <laughs> do we leave no them? Problem. yeah <laughs> I like uh, and even Percy just like spilling uh, mustard all over the book. I see those I like, but um, uh, there there's there's a, a lot of good setup in four, five, six. I'm looking again. I is very very excited about um, this series. Um, last point. Uh, I'm looking forward to season two when they get a little bit more money, because uh, you can really see that you know there are there's inconsistencies in terms of the animation of this show like you can see where they save where they save stuff so yeah. saved saved frames like i i right now they are still at 3000 frames per episode i need them to be around 5000 to 8000 where it's super smooth cuz like the intro again the intro is so good and the fight scenes like a lot of the fight scenes are good but a lot of the in between where like, they save a lot of money kind of like invincible where they- 100% they cheated out the, the same. But that's that's the that's what happens usually the first few seasons of an animated show. Like yeah, but once we get to Avatar and then Korra, you then gotta, we can see. You gotta appreciate that this started as a Kickstarter. You just wanted to do one one or two episodes. Bro, again, you're you're getting Amazon money now. It, there's no reason for you guys not to be like scrimping on this shit. So again, so I hope they're getting Amazon money. So that they, again, it's Prime Studios, and they're doing a lot of stuff. But again, it's I'm I'm very nitpicky about this show. Like, uh, so uh, it's just because like we it it's so hyped. It's all over my timeline. 
Uh, I'm always kind of, everybody's like over the moon with this show because they're highly invested and I'm still semi-invested, not as invested as all you guys, but I love the show. Jay, how about you? I love it. Um, I even, sorry, I'll go against John here. I love the fact that the characters split up because it adds depth to each one. It adds a focus on Pike and her challenges. Um, and then it also revealed the dynamic that she had with Grog. I like the line where she goes, you should go with them because they need you. And then Grog, in his puppy voice. I know. But what about if I, I what about if I need you? And, so, and then she just cries and hugs him. I, like I, know, I, I, I also wanted to cry and hug Grog. And, oh, he's big old softy. Uh, I like his character um, with extremely low intelligence, all muscle, but um, he can be the most ruthless because even when he uh, defeated, you know, when the, when they were fighting those specters, those zombie ghosts in the beginning, and mm-hmm. uh, finally, what's the name of the druid? Uh, Keyleth. Keyleth was able to summon like a sun or maybe glowing orb of light, allowing them to be tangible so you can hold them, touch them. Even Grog like bashed the face of one of those skulls until it was totally nothing. And then rips it, rips the upper half of another jaw. Massive, massive, violent person. But um, then again, you have his super um, simple loving side. He goes inside when they were all split up in their rooms within the keep. They still, by the way, haven't named the keep. It's still not Grayskull. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna use it. Like they're gonna name it Grayskull for, for, an, for, uh, yeah, for copyright reasons. Yeah, there's a trademark. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, the, so they're the, keep. Just on a trivia, their name, the name of the group pre-stream was the shits. <laughs> that was their name. <laughs> Jong, we lost you. Audio. Like ours yeah. is like the Brochachos. Yeah. We could still have like a, the legend of something or like after something for, more uh, awesome. And after we, level five. We will we'll get, the, we'll get the shit together and actually have a cool name. Okay, go, I go know, right? Something we could be proud of. Um, so when they were split up, Grog, I like his character here. It really came out. Um, He's so hungry. I'm hungry. Nothing to eat here. Oh, what's this? Spices. <laughs> no. Those are the ashes of my ancestors. And even though that's the case, Pike didn't get angry. So you can really sense that they, you know, she knows. Yeah, she, she knows. knows. <laughs> I mean, if he's your friend for that long, you know, you're not. I know. It's your fault if you get you're, you're, angry. You're okay. For, you can live with all of that. Pretty awesome. Uh, Scanlan, of course, is awesome. Um, such a tiring character to play. Um, I don't know. I, I really foresee a lot of a lot of um, a lot of characters that are worth investing uh, backstories on. But I'm happy that it's it's Percy's backstory that we're going through. I'm liking it. I like the darkness of of the gunslinger. Which, by the way, is a homebrew, uh, it's a homebrew class. build, right? Yeah, from so it's Matt, a class Matt that's, Mercer, that's yeah. not, yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not part of the books, but 
like uh, Zong for for the gunslinger, he has to roll, and if it's a fail, there's like a range where if if like if he fails but not too bad fail, it's a jam. But he fails like really mm-hmm. low, it can fuck up the gun, and he can't use it again Back until he, he fixes it on he the lower rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, and then he can have like three attacks, but he has to reload as well. So so like so pretty cool. Mm. It's it's he it's very strong, but it's also uh, with its limitations, allowing it not to be too OP. So that's and a pretty good. Yeah, and I don't character. know if you caught it, Jong, but the name of the his new gun, the long one. The it's, long one, yeah, the one he used to scope. Yeah, yeah, the sniper, the the scope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's bad news. Oh, cool. And then like, I like the idea. Oh, that's, that's why. That's why when they ask, like multiple... so what is that? Oh, this. It's bad news. It's bad. So uh, I then, didn't know that was the actual name. I thought it was just, you know, and this like, means during, bad news. During the campaign, there's like, uh, when they're gonna fight, he brings out. He says, "I take out bad news." And then I think it was Laura that said. Nothing travels faster. That's so cool. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but even like the, the way like that they designed scope. the scope is like really cool. When he was assembling it, while yeah. they were, it's like oh, like it's not like one scope like that. It's like a lot of monocles. Like cool. <laughs> so and then they have that bag of folding. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. The way that he you carries caught, it. You didn't catch it if you're not D and D. Like, how did that fit mm-hmm. there? That's right. That is like so cool. Because it's a bag of folding. Yeah, was yeah I like the action. I like how violent it is. The prison, the prison fight scene, where it was quite, it was quite fair. Wherein a lot of allies died, but that obviously a lot of guards were also massacred. Mm-hmm. Um, when red the shirts. boss, not the red shirts. Not when red. the boss came in, when the boss came in, that was a bit of a touching moment because um, one of the allies saved. Uh, Scan them. Mm-hmm. The boss comes in with a massive mallet, and then pummels the head of the ally. You can see the brain chopping off the top part of the head. Yeah, dude, super violent. I wouldn't watch this with you with your kids, man. I just no, actually, saw, I, I, I showed them some watch snippets. Kids, but... I showed them some snippets. I would definitely watch it with my kids. They're fine. They're fine with the. <laughs> I'm fine with the violence. It's more of the the sexual nudity. The nudity of scan them. Kind of scan yeah. a little bit. But yeah, that's, that's is that all, Jay? I'm Anything excited, else? man. I'm excited. I'm know. excited. I want to know more about the sister of Percy. What's up with her? Is she good or bad? We don't know. Oh, that's true too. I mean, there's so much action. I, I, I kind of never. I, I didn't about think that. about what's going to happen. Whether if if she is a part of the the massacre. Of mm-hmm. of Whitestone or or he she was brainwashed. So for me, I, you guys said everything already. So I loved it. Um, so good. I would say that um, it's not as tight as the first three. Like there's just something special no. with the uh, the way the first three was set up with uh, how how the first one ended with the dragon reveal and then the the kid's death. That like that that statement showed like. This isn't your typical mm. fantasy, you know, show. And then with the second episode with the amazing dragon fight. And then the the uh, suspense uh, with the nice action with the Briarwoods for the third episode. That was something special. Correct. But this one holds pretty good. It's really, um, 
as Jong said, uh, lots of fight scene, and then there's also the small moments like the the fuck yous and the and the storytelling <laughs> and the campfire. So so that's good. Um, like and just another trivia also in the in Critical Role, like um, during the campaign when Percy finds out that she, he has a sister, he's walking uh, like with Vax because Vax, Vax has Vax has a sister, uh, Vex, and mm-hmm. then. Uh, Percy likes he does that line that he does in the show where like but he says like Vax I have a sister and then Vax looks at him and says and then you know how good they are with their improvisation is like yeah they're pretty cool like oh that's yeah. so cool like, but yeah so that um, yeah let's just head straight to rating ratings so, you go first uh, this is an 8.5 for me and it's okay. mostly for the action right for the mostly the Continued establishment at every episode. So if you are somebody that is not watching it on Amazon Prime, maybe it goes to your country as a week-on-week Saturday evening show, there's going to be uh, a good action set piece and resolution every episode. So it's not going to be those one of those troubling week-on-week shows. So um, yeah, it's mostly that. Again, like what you mentioned, not as tight. Um but that's the the pitfall of having a limited, you know, a twelve episode limit in terms of so many characters, so many arcs, so many backstories, and they're just trying to lay a lot of exposition down for now, and then hopefully in the future it's going to be a little bit better. Jay, I think I'll drop down to eight point five for my nine point five in the first uh, three seasons. Only reason for which is I agree with Chabox on the first three were action packed. Every episode was an eye-opener. It was amazing. And for now, because they're focusing on the Briarwood um, uh, arc, so it's like from zoom out, you see things in amazing um, action-packed details. Now we zoom in. It seems a little bit longer, but the elements are still there. The characters are fantastic. They're well-made. Um I love how they how they made the split natural. I love the the love that they have for one another, the action, the spells, the effects. Um, in terms of the the necrotic damage, and maybe because we are playing Dungeons and Dragons, I start to notice uh, they had a crit fail. Oh, oh, they rolled good here. You know what I mean? So that's that's um. That's what I appreciate being a player in, in Dungeons and Dragons, not in real life. That's junk. So, um... <laughs> no comment. No comment. <laughs> uh, so, um, hate yeah. the game. But, but... Hate the game. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Love the player. But, <laughs> but um, overall, still a fantastic. Um, uh, show to watch so definitely looking forward to the rest maybe uh, a swifter resolution to the Briarwoods because I know there's so much more stories there I know there's going to be a lot more or maybe straight up to the Briarwood but I feel because they reveal like another boss the Duke so definitely they're still going to have to fight the Duke they're still going to have to fight a lot of other stuff before they reach Briarwood so we're probably going to get the Briarwoods towards the last three episodes I think so, but um, for me, yeah. So I'll go. I'll go with the nine. It's also a job from my last nine point five. Mm. But yeah, I'm just gonna tease. Like next, there's gonna be an episode. I think it's gonna be in the next week, 
you just it's it's gonna be like ah, oh, you're gonna love it. It's just if you, Scanlan, uh, like shit, I I can't wait. Like <laughs> everybody's been waiting. Like I've been on the critical role campaign comments and like everybody like oh, I saw this clip in the trailer. It's this episode. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get it. Oh, can't wait for next week. So that that's um, got a nine. I mean, yeah, there's some pacing issues, but I mean, what else can you complain? Like. Solid voice, uh, amazing action, amazing mm-hmm. song, soundtrack is good, great. Chemistry, some of the, the little, little... We didn't have stories. a Scanlan song. That's the reason why it's not as good for him. There was. <laughs> when was there? he fell down the cliff. No, he was just like, he needs to sing to activate his Scanlan hand. But an oh, actual yeah. like Diddy, right? I actually, uh, like before we head off, like I... I uh, I subscribe to the um, Spotify playlist of uh, Legend of Vox Machina. I think you should. I read cannot because you might get spoiled. No, like oh, is it there? Yeah. No, I think it's coming out soon. I, I even I'm staying out because I don't want to get spoiled on like the playlist. His, lyric, his lyrics are. Oh very... yeah, so well, I'm still I'm still waiting to have a road trip with my friends and then play these songs and then I want. I really want them to react to a song that is about beads. Pull, 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 <laughs> pull my beads of love. Pull my beads. I'm my very beads excited. I want. Oh. I'm excited for like on a road trip, and then we hear "Pull yeah. my beads of love." It's like, what the fuck are you listening to? So, sorry. When you, when you get married, I'm gonna wear a black suit with a multicolored cod. Oh, no, you, with a multicolored oh. uh, cod piece. You? No, that's going to be everybody's. That's everybody's theme. The green, rainbow the green cockpit. Rainbow yeah. cockpit. That lights up Rain- at night, of course. Hundred okay. percent. Uh, that's it, Joe. Take us home. Okay. All right. Um, great discussion about Boba Fett, Peacemaker, and the Legend of Fox Machina. Do not forget, next week we're going to continue these three shows. Um, it's going to be the last episode of the Book of Boba Fett. So we'll be preparing our favorite scenes, our MVPs, our rookie of the years of that Ooh, show. So it's going to be a, a more fun episode, um, penultimate episode of Peacemaker. So that should, should set up a lot of fun discussions as well. We're right in the middle of the Legend of Vox Machina. So episode seven to nine of that particular series, we're going to keep on continuing making that our main topic. Uh, and as reminders, thank you very much for your support. We will have two winners of $25 or its equivalent um, um, cash prices or at least digital transmission of said cash prices to one old subscriber. So that is a subscriber that subscribed to us before we had 100 and one subscriber that uh, subscribed to us after we hit 100. We'll draw those names next week. So tell your friends if you... you, uh, if you haven't yet, tell your friends to subscribe. They have a chance of winning a couple of cool prizes uh, from us. And again, our 100 subscriber will get $63. Again, um, finally, uh, listen to us. If you don't want to see our faces, we are on every major podcasting application across the world. Uh, we prefer Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon. Leave a review. It helps us with the algorithms. You can interact with us by tweeting or sending us a note on Instagram. Our handle is at plus63hp. And we are very, very happy to announce our custom URL, youtube.com slash plus63hp. Hit that 
subscribe button, hit that notification bell so you can get notified when uh, our three shows drop on a week-on-week basis. We have this review episode dropping on Tuesdays, our first D&D campaign dropping on Wednesdays, and our Reacts episode where we react to trailers, clips, and snippets on Thursdays. I'm going to turn this over for final goodbyes to the handsome man from the West, Arnie. Hey. So, yeah, just click like and subscribe, as John mentioned. Subscribe to this channel. You might win 25 bucks. That's nothing to sneeze at, man. So, RJ? Thank you again for all those likes and follows. We do appreciate if you spread the word. And, of course, send us a word by, by writing down your comments. We'll see you on our next shows. Shabax? Yeah, thanks. I'm really uh, enjoyed again. Um, watch out for those prizes, and um, we'll see you again. And I am John. Thank you very much. And we will see you next week. Thank you and goodbye. Ta-ta.